Hey, golfers. What's going on? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Chasing Your Best. My name is Tim Connor. I'm a golf coach, PGA member, and golf academy owner out of the Pacific Northwest, more specifically on the far eastern corner of Washington State in Spokane Valley, Washington. Here, my job is to help players that come to my academy with their game, and that's been my career's mission, is just to help golfers with their game and help them with what's important to them. Throughout my about decade or so doing this, I've learned a few things along the way, and that's what this podcast is here for. It's to discuss with you and talk with you about some of the things I get to learn, I get to see in the mass amount of people and volume of lessons I get to do. I really like that that information gets to live on somewhere, and I don't have to repeat the same things I've said over and over again. I feel like it's a win-win because I get your feedback. I get to listen to you, hear about your problems, and help some of you get closer to or whittling closer towards your golfing goals. And then I get to let my information live and breathe somewhere. So if you're appreciating this podcast or what I do, do me a favor, leave it a review or share it with a friend. That's the fastest way to help this thing grow. And we got big goals for 2022. Right now, this podcast does about 5,000 downloads a month. If we double that, it's become a real thing, and that real thing will continue to live and breathe for a long time, and I have faith in that. But let's just oh, let's just get over that hump. It's, tw- it's almost 2022. Share the love, spread the love. And in fact, if there's any other podcast or creator, content creator out there that you're enjoying, I would highly encourage you to support them by leaving them a review or sharing what they do with a friend because a lot of work and energy goes into these Passion projects is what they really are. Uh, Podcast is not a business for most of us. In fact, we're just trying to share information and help people or entertain people. So that's my little spiel. Help these people out. Help me out. And uh, let's have a great 2022. But on on my mind for today, I want to talk about groundwork. I want to talk about footwork and how you can help improve that. Golf is really built from the ground up. I can just look at a player from the knees down and diagnose a lot of what's going on with their golf swing. I can diagnose a lot about the curvature of their golf ball, the low point of their swing, and a lot of things that could be pros or cons to to what they got going on. And I think if you understand your footwork better, you will have a better platform to build off of because golf, after all, is built from the ground up. So basic golf weight shift, and and this is generically speaking, and we'll hop into um, a deeper dive of this as we move into the conversation, but basic golf weight shift is our weight distribution should be about 50-50, target side away from the target should be about 50-50. Okay, I'm gonna reference a right-handed golfer as we go through this. So left foot, right foot should be about 50-50 when we start. As we swing back into the takeaway, we should feel the weight shift into the instep of our right side or trail side. And then as we get to the top of the golf swing, it should actually start to pivot back rapidly towards the front of our, our towards the target side. So what's happened is the pressure's moved away from the target right away. And then as we approach the top of our golf swing, it should rapidly start changing directions and we should see the pressure start shifting into the target foot. Now, as we swing down, that weight should continue to increase pressure into the target side until we get to about the hitting area. And then it's going to flip the script a little bit. The weight shift is going to, the pressure is going to come back a little bit onto the back foot. And that has a little bit to do with how we're turning and where our center of mass is. I don't want to really bog you down with this. I don't think it's something you need to understand at a high level to have a good weight shift, but the weight should come back slightly say 70, 30 front side, rear side as we're coming through the hit. And then when we get to our finished position, we can call it say 80, 20. Most of the weight's forward, but some of the weight is supported by your back foot. Now, a bit of a nuance to this is all of those things I described to you are for middle of the road. So if we're going to hit a wedge, we're going to lean more towards our front foot. 
If we're going to hit a driver, we're going to lean more towards our rear foot. But never at any time, irregardless of the club you're swinging, should you ever have the weight go outside of the right ankle or their trail ankle. That is the sign of a person who's swaying and a person who's going to struggle with low point control. There are very few PGA Tour players who do this, and the ones that do it, do it well, and they have compensations that bring their club back. It's a very complicated way to swing the golf club, and for most amateurs, uh, wreaks disaster. So at no point should we see our trail ankle roll away from the target. Our weight should always stay to the instep of that rear foot. Now, if you need something as a point of reference, put a little wedge under the outside of your trail foot, just a little like doorstop wedge under the middle of your foot. And that will help you feel what it feels like to keep the weight off the instep of that foot. And the weight shift in the golf swing should feel like a lateral, should feel like a lateral step towards the target. For example, if you're standing wherever you're standing right now, and you're to make a lateral step to the left, and you wanna generate as much force as possible to make that step as far as possible, you're gonna move into the interior of your right foot, you're going to get on the internal side of that, and you're gonna push, you're gonna roll into that ankle, and then you're gonna drive force through the instep of that right side. That is so, so similar to how the weight shift happens in golf. And I think it's a great starting point if you're having a hard time feeling that weight shift. Now, a lot of people, this isn't a very natural move for players that are for people that haven't learned how to generate force towards a target. So for example, if you're throwing a baseball, if you're throwing a baseball, if you're throwing a football, if you're trying to generate any kind of lateral force, you're gonna work off the instep of that rear foot. And that's, that's a major source of power accumulation. But for a player that's never done that, that can be a difficult thing to do. That's why I really like those lateral steps as a way to kind of learn to recruit those muscles, learn to use those muscles to help you generate pressure and energy towards the target. Welcome to a brand new segment to have a little fun and debunk some golf mystery. This is Random this is Shit random Golfers shit Believe. Golfers you swung believe. too quick, George. Your, your backswing was too quick. Let's talk through that a little bit because this basically is bad advice for most. Although what we're seeing is the golf swing looks quick, what's actually happening with most people is they're not completing their backswing. So they're not completing their back turn. They're changing directions too quickly. So I don't think it's the worst advice in the world, but I think it's better advice if you understand that a quick backswing or a quick swing or a quick change of direction is generally a player not completing their backswing. So make a full turn, get all the way back there, and let her rip from there. Anyway, this segment is just brought to you to have a little bit of fun and help you sift through some of the random advice handed out on the golf course. Now back to our regular programming. Now, if we're to look at a player from the front view or the face-on view, at no point should we see lateral sway from the lower body. If we're to diagnose most great golfers, most great golfers are gonna have little to no lateral sway. Some great golfers do have a little bit of lateral sway, but we're talking about very little compared to what the most the typical amateur golfer does. Most amateur golfers have a lot of lateral sway, and with that lateral sway, they also lack hip turn. Those things go together like peanut butter and jelly, like macaroni and tuna fish. For example, if you sway away from the target, it makes it very difficult to rotate your hips. And you could say, are you not rotating your hips because you're swaying, or are you swaying because you're not rotating your hips? It, you're saying the same thing, you're just saying it differently you're not moving correctly, so your hips aren't rotating, and in turn, they are swaying. Now, when I say swaying, I mean they're moving laterally. So if we're to drive a stake in the ground as to where the center of our hips were, or, or, or we're to drive two stakes around our hips, they should not move outside those stakes. 
if you have a, a box or whatever. The idea of turning in a barrel is, is a good idea in theory in the backswing. Now, in the downswing, we're actually going to bust out of that barrel and we're going to have some lateral movement with our hips towards the target. That's how we get our low point in front of the golf ball. The pressure needs to shift immediately onto that front foot, and that happens because of that lateral force we're generating by pushing off the instep of our right side. There's a lot of misinformation when you read about golf instruction in this department. Every great golfer has that lateral force. Some great golfers have more turn, and if you have more turn, you need more leg to offset that. Some great golfers have more lateral motion, and both things have pros and cons. At the root of what most great players do is most great players are going to move anywhere from like four to eight inches laterally towards the target at the immediate start of their downswing. And then from that point, the hips are mainly going to turn while the pressure continues to, to drive forward and the body rotates and the club moves through the hitting area. So that is your basic hip motion, how the hips and the lower body should work and contribute to a golf shot. I hope it cleared some things up for you. I hope it helped debunk some movement. Let's just review that because I, I talked a lot and I just want to kind of go through some of the core principles. As we, We're going to start with a relatively 50-50 weight dis distribution. We're going to swing back to the top of our golf swing as the weight gently shifts to the instep of our trail foot. We're then going to create lateral force towards the target just as if we were to make a step to the left and we're going to push off the inside of that foot. As we push off the inside of that foot, we're creating lateral force, but we're also going to create an initial downward force into or ground force into the ground with our lead foot. That ground force is going to create a spring that we can then move through the hitting area and stand up and push off of. Uh, you may have heard the term posting up or jumping up through the hit. Those things have become more popular recently. Ground force is not something that you need to create a ton of, but it's definitely going to influence your swing style. I don't necessarily think that if you create enough swing speed that you need to create more ground force, but it is a source of swing speed. And I think you got to weigh the pros and the cons if it's a need for your golf swing or if it's not. But it's certainly something to understand and how it relates to swing speed. And then as we move through the hitting area, our weight's going to continue to transfer towards the target as our body opens up and turns. And then when we finish, our weight's going to be balanced, say, 80-20 on the front foot and uh, 20 on the back foot. And the back foot's really there just to help support like the third leg of a tripod to make sure we're balanced, finished. And that's kind of your overarching how the lower body should work and contribute to the golf swing. Remember, we never want our weight to work outside of the, the rear foot or ankle. That's a really bad thing. If our hips are swaying, that's another really bad thing. With those two things alone, that's going to help a lot, a lot of most of amateur golf swing problems. And it's going to help move your low point more towards the target or the bottom of your golf swing more in front of the golf ball. I know that that's a major thing that can help a lot of you out there. So I would encourage you to get some video, see if your hips are moving side to side, see if your hips are swaying, see if that trail ankle is rolling. Those are key indicators that you need to improve your groundwork and the golf swing is built from the ground up. Anyway, I want to thank you all for hanging out for another podcast. Leave this thing a review, share it with a friend, spread some love. It's holiday season. And uh, we'll catch you back here same time, same place next week.